0: This is the Activate Podcast with Pastor Christian Newsom. In this week's podcast. Man, praise the Lord. Because the one true thing still standing is God. And as I look at the end of this life and the beginning of the next one, you know what? It is true in eternal life, even if not in today's life, that following God leads to blessing because it leads to Jesus. Jesus leads to eternity. And one day that leads to being being the exact person God originally and initially created
1: me to be. Well, thank you for listening to the Activate podcast with Pastor Christian Newsome, a ministry resource of Journey Church International. My name is Ryan and uh, I serve as the Connections Pastor here at Journey. We've uh, we've been in a series uh, called Summer in the Psalms. We're actually wrapping it up uh with uh, Pastor Christian's uh message this this Sunday on Psalm 150. He called it Praise the Lord. Um, great, great message, Pastor Christian, and we're going to discuss it in just a minute. But we had a, a great guest with us this past week, uh, kind of a, a mentor pastor of ours, Pastor Dan Sutherland. And uh, so really, before we unpack the message and look closer at Psalm 150, would you, would you comment on this on this message from Pastor Dan that he shared with us? He made, he made a statement, and it really keeps resonating with me about sheep and when they try to go it alone. Uh, and his reference to sheep, of course, was you know folks in the church, Christians who try to try to really live life on their own, not connected to the body of Christ. And he said a statement. He called the term for those sheep that are out alone trying to do this by themselves, and he said "wolf bait." So, what what does that term say to you as a shepherd who is always trying to teach the sheep how important it is to stay connected?
0: Well, first, great to be back on the podcast, your podcast with Mike. One year message, um, on David and Bathsheba, Psalm 51, uh, was just incredible. Um, un- unpacking for us, uh, second Samuel chapter 11 or second Kings chapter 11 or second Chronicles chapter 11. You, it's funny. Did you I stumbled. Say, or, yeah. In the, in I the really? message you did, it was like, it's Samuel. Um, and it's Samuel. Um, yeah, I was, yeah, that. was, was just awesome. And the, in the one though, I watched online. Awesome. Um, but man, you share in your heart uh, you, you sharing you and Heather's story. I just thought it was, uh, it was so dynamic. And then Dan was, as he always is, you know, at the end of the message that, that I got to watch, he said, you know, you can, you can call me an uncle, you can call me a a friend, you can call me a grandpa. He's kind of like a grandpa to our church. And when he sits down on our stage with his little hats on and, um, you know, his little chair and just talk. I mean, it's just, it literally is like just a spiritual experience and wisdom, um, coming out of him. And, and, a couple things, you know, so you ask, you know, what, what do you think when, when he gave that term wolf bait? Um, you asked what I thought about it as a shepherd. I don't, I, I don't think about it as a, as a shepherd first. I think about it as a sheep first. I'm a sheep yeah. before I'm a shepherd. And I just realized again, the importance of community for, for me, um, you know, the accountability group that I'm a part of with a few men, um, you know, the first Thursday of every month, uh, um, you know, the, the director's team that I serve on with our church, our staff team, our elders team that we met with last night. I, I just can't imagine. I can't even imagine trying to do spiritual life alone. Uh, and then his, you know, the end of his message, I, I thought had two tremendous, tremendous points. One, it's time to come back uh, for, you know, for, for people who have not yet been back to church um, and they don't have a great reason. It's It's time to come back. But then he said, at the same time, it's also important to show grace to those who aren 't um, for those who aren't coming back, show grace to those who are for those who aren't wearing masks, show grace to those who are for those who are coming back, show grace to those who aren't and I love how he just unpacked his own family you know he said that like some people are like they're over this they 're ready to move on and he said that's me and he said, my wife, on the other hand, she's very concerned about it, um, and she wants to stay home i 've got one daughter. Who wants to send her kids to school and I got another daughter? Who's not going to send her kids to school till there's a vaccine. So it's like even in my own family, there is a there's a need to figure out how to do life together in this season, and there's a need to show grace in how that will work for other people. He taught on the Psalms of Ascents, which I loved because he talked about the community aspect of worship in Israel. We have the American spirit is so individualized that we often think of worship as an individual thing something between me and God. Mm-hmm. But the Psalms of, uh, the Psalms of Ascent teaches that worship is communal, and worshiping together in community brings that peace, brings that joy, brings that community that Dan talked about. So I thought his message was phenomenal. I thought his challenge was phenomenal. I'm so grateful for his presence and his spirit in my life and in our church and just how he's been able to to, to bring such wisdom and experience to us when, when he is able to come um, and speak and to remind me as a sheep, um, hey um, hey christian if you're if you 're going to get off on your own and try to do this on your own you 're going to be wolf bait because um, the wolf who 's in a pack is looking for the sheep who's by himself so I, I need to I need to stay in my circles of my accountability group and our and our staff team and our elder team. I need to stay in those circles so we can be protected yeah it's a term
1: i'll I'll use as I talk with my kids as they continue to leave the house as our kids have done yep they 'll be in trouble if they're trying to run it alone no doubt um, secondly why why is it important that our church is supporting new church plants that you know especially a, a pastor like uh dan who who knows the importance of multiplication
0: well ryan i mean when you look at 2020 and what's going on the only answer for 2020 is jesus i mean the only answer is jesus um like you know like i said in my message on sunday um no one is saying 2020 has been terrible but don't worry There's an election coming and it will make everything better. Like it's getting worse, right? Like we are, we are not trending in the right direction and an election isn't going to solve it. The white house isn't going to solve it. The Supreme court's not going to figure it out. The Senate and Congress aren't going to pass a bill to pay for it. Only Jesus, only Jesus has the answers for what, for the wounds of the people in our culture right now. And the truth is there will be less churches in America On january first of twenty twenty one than there were january first of twenty twenty. More churches close down every year than begin. Our population is rising, Uh, number of people in our in, in, in our country is rising, number of people not going to church is rising, and the number of churches is shrinking. Why is it so important to start churches? Because if Jesus is the only answer, and there are more people than there are churches, we need churches to get people Jesus. Uh, so I texted Dan on Sunday, you know, he said he's getting ready to um, to turn his church over to the young guy and go start another one. You know, he just, he texted Scott and I and just said, I continue to be overwhelmed by your church's support, your encouragement, how you help us. Uh, and I just said, let us know when you're ready to start another one. And we'll be there for that one too, because uh, I don't know if you've noticed it. Our city's broken. It needs Jesus. And if Dan Sutherland is going to help start another church in our city to help people in Kansas City know Jesus, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there helping. And I hope one day people will come out of journey yeah. and start churches. That that would that would be my hope one day.
1: Yeah, he'll continue to raise up uh, young leaders who will then duplicate and and keep it going. That's so, our hope. In in your message, right titled "Praise the Lord," you you taught us Psalm 150, the last psalm. When someone you know asks about 150 first psalm, there's only 150. There's only 150. Uh, and one of the statements you made was the book of psalms is a spiritual wrestling match. Yeah. And as a former wrestler, uh, this caught my ear. Uh, and as a Christian, that penned, that statement penetrated my heart. Uh, you also make another pretty powerful statement: choosing to praise does not ignore the bad happening ar- uh, around us. Refusing to praise does disregard the good happening around us. So, how would you describe the importance of this wrestling match? So the book of Psalms is
0: a book of worship. But it is it's not just a book of praise. And there's a there's a difference. Right? I mean praise is it's all good, it's all good, it's all good, it's all good. The book of Psalms is not it's all good. But it is a book that continually gets us back to acknowledging that God is God and he's worthy of our affection and our, our attention. He's worthy of us allowing him to have authority. In our life, so the the book of Psalms starts with this premise that um, if you follow God, life's good. If you don't, life's bad. And then all that falls apart. And it asks, but what you know? But what about? So hey, when you follow good, when you follow God, life is good. When when you don't, life is bad. But what about um, times of lament? And the psalmist works to well. Even then, I'm going to choose to believe that God is good. Well, what about? when people hurt you and come against you and the imprecatory psalms work their way to well even then i'm going to praise god and i'm going to follow god and the royal psalms say well what about you're doing everything right but the outside influences on your life are crushing you you work your way through to well even then i'm still going to let jesus be king of my life in the psalm the psalms is this what i believe spiritually with what i'm with what i'm experiencing in my reality, and is my reality going to shape my spiritual truth, or is my spiritual truth going to shape my reality, and I get to the end of every wrestling match, win, lose, or draw, and say, I still am going to worship. And that's the book of Psalms. It's a book of spiritual tension working its way out in everyday life. And Psalm 146, 147, 148, 149, and 150 all begin with the exact same words, praise the Lord, right? The, the whole book of Psalms says, when I get to the end of my hard, confusing, lamenting, wounded life, sometimes trying to do things my own way, having people come against me, having culture press me down, when I get to the end of all of it, man, praise the Lord, because the one true thing still standing is God. And as I look at the end of this life and the beginning of the next one, you know what? It is true in eternal life, even if not in today's life, that following God leads to blessing because it leads to Jesus. Jesus leads to eternity, and one day that leads to being being the exact person God originally and initially created me to be when He created that first man and woman, Adam and Eve, in the garden. And He He planned this thing called humanity, the me, the me that was planted inside Adam. That me is going to be a reality one day, untainted by st- by sin, untainted. By death, untainted by brokenness, Um, the perfection of man one day walking in 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 the holy presence of a God that's coming, and that's all the blessing we could ever ask for. Question is, can can we get from here to there while still every at the end of every day saying, praise the Lord, we're trying, we're trying. That's what this message was about. We're trying.
1: Yeah, and I think it kind of leads to my next question. You know, one of your points that I think becomes a challenge and a, a possible action step for us is. Praise is our choice that becomes our voice. Why is this response difficult and yet the one God desires for us to make well because so we've been created in the image of God so that people
0: may see the glory of God in us to say it another way we we have been we have been created as mirrors that are supposed to reflect how God wants the world to be who who God is how how God loves and the question is. Our, our voice, our voice gives pictures to the things we're looking at, the things we're trusting in, the things we're counting on, the things we think are really important. And the question is, if, if praise becomes our choice, then it does become our voice. To say it another way, let's, let's think of it this way. Let's think of, if if every person in America who claims to be a Christian for 30 days in a row posted nothing but praise on their social media would the world hear more clearly the glory of god and the answer is yes and i mean when you ask well why is it important for me because you you can't control the whole world but you can control you and if it if you will choose worship your choice becomes your voice and your voice helps people see god and if enough of us will do that together um the, the world will, they'll stop focusing on masks and elections and protest and riots. If, if we could just choose with our voice to draw attention to and give attention to, to, to who Jesus is. Um, man, I, I just, I really believe our world would be a better place. And, and you can, through those issues, I mean, you can have a passionate position on all those issues and still end up pointing People to Jesus and why he's important. I think if the world would do that, um, we, we we would better be a picture of God's kingdom on earth as it is in heaven. And Jesus told us to pray that way, which I, I think, Jesus, if you're going to pray that way, you should probably live that way. Uh, you know, he often told us to put footsteps to our to our prayers and ask and, and then seek and, and then knock. It's like, don't don't just sit and talk about it. Go do something about it. Get active in it. And I think if we really got serious about God's kingdom coming to earth like it is in heaven, our, our community, um, at least
1: our community, would look different. There's certainly a lot of turmoil and difficulty going on, but I think a, a cable network that would be called almost, and I don't mean the gospel, but the good news network. Literally, if if you could tune in and throughout the day hear story after story of the good things, the praiseworthy things that are happening boy, I think I think people would tune in left and right because too often you tune in and it's story after story of heartbreak and difficulty and challenge and chaos. Um, you know, every once in a while, um, K-Love or Christian radio station will literally just have a good news day and throughout the day people are calling in with good news. They're praising, they're putting voice to what the good is in their life. Um, and there's not enough of that. And, and I And I think that is a... a a desire that God has for us that we would more often, like you said, let the world hear of the goodness of the things that are actually going right and and the things that are praiseworthy. Um, You know, there were five ways that we could praise the Lord this week. Um, We could pray. uh, We could learn truth. We could follow truth. We could choose love for God above all circumstances. Or we could give voice uh, to your choice so others uh, see and hear your praise. Which, which which of the five do you battle the most? Which which do you find the most peace in as you think about praising the Lord? Oh, man.
0: So what do I find the most peace in? Probably learning truth. I mean, l- learning truth and clinging to the promises of God and then seeing them over and over and over. Um, you know, just just be validated. Hey, God says do this. It doesn't make sense, but I did it. And it came through exactly as it was supposed to be. I think that that probably brings me the most peace, learning, learning truth and and then being able to follow truth. Probably the one that I battle the most is choosing love for God above all circumstances. Not that I love God less, but sometimes circumstances can distract me from loving, from loving God fully, from giving, you know, Jesus said, love the Lord, your God, with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul. Um, Another translation was all your strength, um, do you with the things you focus on mentally are you really are you giving god all your mind giving jesus all your mind you loving him with all your mind or 10 minutes of your mind or what's left over your mind after you've watched the news and scrolled social media and and read and read through some things so i think just just the battle to stay locked in on who god is and what god wants me to do um some sometimes circumstances can be daunting sometimes they can be heavy um You know, it. I mean, it's the Book of Psalms. It really is the, the Book of Psalms. From struggling with the theology that I've always been taught, but I'm not experiencing, to the to the laments. um, You know, like Noah, where I'm going to worship anyway, even though you just like you just wiped every living thing off the face of the planet. I guess I'll worship anyway. To the imprecatory Psalms of, of hey God, I'm okay if this person hurts me. But they're they're hurting my kids. They're hurting my church because they're against you. Can I, can I, can I pray that you would curse them, and just having God say, hey, tr- um, hey, won't you trust, won't you trust me with them? uh Because I've chosen to curse my son on a tree so they can find forgiveness. Let's pray for that instead. To God, I've made you Lord of my life, but nothing else around me seems to be working. I wish you were in charge of everything, the royal psalm. I mean, it. it, like those are the battles. The book of Psalms are the battles that are raging around us that are stealing our focus from God. And I think if we could turn all of our battles into focusing our attention on God, pray. Um, You know, this comes straight out of uh, Psalm 145. God is near to those who call on him, who call on him in truth. Pray. So I want to be close to God. Pray. But pray through the lens of truth, pray, learn that truth, follow that truth, and then walk close to God and you'll find he's very close to you. So learning truth, following truth, the things I find the most peace in, fighting through circumstances to continue to praise the Lord anyway, probably what I battle the most, which is why this this message held such great truth for me.
1: Yeah, the uh, the whole series, I think if people would look back at all the different challenges, they would realize there has been... A life's worth of dealing with yeah. the good, the difficult, right? 2020 been one of the most difficult years for people, but what a time to teach people to lament and to have imprecatory psalms and then to learn to praise Him and walk through it, to worship as the ascent one last last week. So, man, there's been so many great ones. It's kind of tough to think we're, we're wrapping up Psalm 150, uh, the last one here. Um, you know, as we kind of conclude summer... Um, in the Psalms, including this one. Was there anything else you learned? We always like to ask, you know, because I know there's usually so much you can, uh, you research and you'd like to put into a message. Is there things that you learned either about Psalms in particular or about Psalm 150 that you hadn't shared with us that you could share with us to to continue to to teach us? So, yeah. So the first word of the book of Psalms is blessed. In the
0: last... Verse of the book of the Book of Psalms, we see breath. So, I'm talk about blessed. We'll talk about breath because they both go back to Genesis chapter one. Um, when we when we talk about blessed, you know, blessed is is the man. We said where that word blessed come from. We did that word study eleven weeks ago. We said the first time the word blessed was used in scripture is God blessed humanity with a relationship with Him, with intimacy with Him, with family, with purpose. Um, you know, with with a role in His kingdom. And then sin broke that, right? Adam and Eve chose curse instead of blessing. So we've been chasing this blessing all summer of being one with God. So we started this series with the word bless. We're chasing this blessing to be one with God. You say, what happened right before Adam and Eve were blessed? Scripture says that God formed man out of the dust of the ground. And he he, was just a lump of clay. And then God... Leaned over him, and he breathed the breath of God into mankind. And Adam's, I mean, you can picture it, right? This this dust, like you can picture as his chest begins to fill with air, kind of the dust, right, sliding off of his ribcage. And Adam opens his eyes for the very first time to the to, in whatever way this happens, the face of God drawing away that has breathed this breath. Into him, you say, man. What do you do with the breath of God? The last verse of the book of Psalms says, "Let everything that has breath praise the Lord." So when when you think about how Psalm one takes you back to Genesis one to this intimacy with God, and how Psalm one fifty takes you back to Genesis one with the only reason there's breath in your lungs is because God has put it there. Use it to praise Him. We we see the story of creation and the purpose of creation kind of bookended in the book of Psalms with blessing and breath. Be blessed to live in intimacy with God, family doing what God created you to do, and take that breath that made you alive
1: spiritually and give it back to Him in praise. Thanks for uh, unpacking that. That's good. It, uh, it's it been a, a really great series. Uh, we've learned so much. I encourage you, if you haven't listen to previous podcasts on here, go back and listen to them, listen to to past messages. One of the ways that I really grew in my faith um, as a new believer 20-some years ago is I listened to sermons. And uh, I didn't know what a podcast was then, so I wasn't listening to any podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but I was listening and learning as much as I can. And so I want to encourage you, if you're listening, share this with someone else. Uh, we'd love for you to to pass this on. Let it be a resource for helping people grow and get equipped in their faith, helping people to really activate their faith. So be sure to do that. Pastor Christian, thanks as always for uh, another great uh, sermon on Sunday as well as another great podcast as we continuing to learn uh, from you. And I want to thank you for, for listening wherever you're at. Uh, be sure to, 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 uh, to tune in to service on Sunday, either live and in person here at one of our services There are a lot of great ways to engage in our church coming up that we would love for for you to be a part of, uh, whether it be some of the men's things we've got going, a number of women's Bible studies, great small groups. Um, Man, we really want to help you. There's some things Pastor Christian will be Telling us more about in the coming weeks about our growth track. Really an amazing way to, to help people to discover their really their purpose and how God uh, has designed them and wants to use them. Man, we want every single person in our church to be a part of that. So looking forward to that. You can check us out on li- uh, online um, or in person. So we'd love to uh, have you join us this Sunday. Love to hear from you. If you have a question or if we can minister to you, you can email us at activate at takethejourney.cc and we look forward to catching you next time on the Activate podcast where we challenge you to build a faith that is active. Thank you for
0: listening to Activate with Pastor Christian Newsom, a podcast of Journey Church International. If you are ever in the Kansas City area, we would love for you to join us for one of our Sunday worship experiences. You can find out more information about JCI on our website at takethejourney.cc. If you have enjoyed this podcast, Please show your support by subscribing, rating, and reviewing on iTunes or Google Play. We would love for you to help us get the word out about this resource. Don't forget to share this episode with all your friends on social media. Thanks again for listening, and we will catch you next time on the Activate Podcast.